0: I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18+. On Missing, we feature cases that come to us by way of private investigations for the missing. This is the non-profit founded by Bruce Maitland in honor of his missing daughter, Brianna Maitland. This is the fifth missing person story we've had licensed private investigators assigned to. Based on their hard work and their diligence, we feel strongly that all of these cases are moving in the right direction. Please share these stories and follow PIs for the Missing on social media. This is Missing. Goldia, can you tell us about the day that Phoenix disappeared?
1: Well, Phoenix and I went to church together. She was driving her car because, and, and again, we were relying on her for transportation because our vehicle had been in the shop for quite some time. She talked to somebody on the phone while we were on our way to church. I later found out who it was. We went early because she had to practice for the hand, in, in the handbell choir. They had their last practice right before the worship service. And I was going to deliver some Mary Kay product while she was at her practice. And she said, Mom, don't go over there and talk, 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 talk just make your delivery, collect your money and come on back because I'm going to be playing in the handbell choir and I want you to be there. So I told her I would. And I did. I got back in, in time for that. After they played, I looked for Phoenix and the worship service started. I looked for Phoenix in the choir stand because I figured after she plays Um, in the handbell choir she'll just join the singing choir and she wasn't there so I looked on the other side of the sanctuary where she had been sitting for some time and she wasn't there and I'm wondering where she is and all of a sudden I had this feeling you know how you can feel somebody watching you well I turned like this and looked over my left shoulder and there's Phoenix behind me. Not the next pew, but two pews behind me. And she smiled and I'm like, oh, okay. And I looked forward and I looked at the cross which was right behind the pastor. And I said, thank you, Jesus. She's coming back because she had distanced herself from me. We used to sit side by side on the same pew, then she kind of inched away, and then she was on the pew behind me, and then two two pews behind me, and then all of a sudden, she's sitting on the total opposite side of the sanctuary, but that Sunday, she was two pews behind me. After church, um, we normally go in the fellowship hall, have coffee. Phoenix said she wasn't going to join me. She asked me not to stay all day. <laughs> so she said she would wait for me in the car. We were on our way home. And she says, Mom, you know, I think we should try to get back to way to the way we used to be. I says, What do you mean, Phoenix? She says, you know, just more like how we used to be. I said, Well, what do you what do you think we should do? Well, why don't we read a book? And at the end of each chapter, You read the book. I read the book. And in the end of each chapter, we get together and we talk about what we thought about that particular chapter. I says, oh, okay. So what book would you like to read? She says, how about Pilgrim's Progress? Well, we'll, I'll go to the library. I said, you don't need to go to the library, Phoenix. We have at at least two copies of Pilgrim's Progress at home. We stopped at Aldi's. I remember stopping to ask her if she wanted something, chicken. And she was over on the other side. She was on the phone. At least she looked as though she was on the phone. And she said, no, get some oranges. We checked out. There was a little tug about the who's gonna who's gonna put the cart back and get the quarter. I asked her to put the box in the car and I would put the cart back and she was tugging on the cart. No, I'll do this. I'll do. And finally she went ahead and put the groceries in the car and she was driving really crazy on the way home. She was tailgating, driving fast. And I told her to stop driving like that. She seemed to be irritated about something all of a sudden. Everything was fine, but all of a sudden, and I think it had to do with that phone call, whoever she was talking to when we were in the store. When we got home, she slammed the the lift gate on the car, on on the SUV, and one of the tomatoes or something went down the driveway She picked it up. We went inside. The way she was acting, I told her as we were walking up the sidewalk, I said, you know, I'm going to tell your dad how you've been acting, Phoenix, these last few minutes. And we got inside. We put the groceries away. And Lawrence came in. And I told him, I said, Lawrence, Phoenix has been acting kind of weird on the way home. And he talked to her for a minute. And he said, I think you owe your mom an apology. And she said, Mom, I'm sorry. I said, no problem. I said, give me a hug. And we hugged each other. And she went in her room, I believe. I went in my room. And I think later on, she went downstairs because I it, she was outside shooting hoops. I looked out the window. And I could see her running around with a basketball, and I thought, my gosh, this girl is 23 years old, and she today she looks, she looked like she was about 14 or 15. She like a little, a little girl, and that's the last I saw her. Lauren said that she came upstairs, and she just went out to her car and. Uh, didn't say anything. And that bothered me, uh, for quite a while that, and I finally figured out what it was. He said that she didn't say anything and Phoenix has never left home without saying something without, uh, I'll be right back. I'll see you later. Uh, I'm going to the store. I'm, going down the street, something. But he said she walked out of the house in a, like a determined fashion, like she was on a mission or something. And she must've sat in her vehicle in the driveway for a few minutes. And then he saw said he saw her car back out of the driveway.
0: Later that day, Phoenix Colden's car was found abandoned and she has been missing ever since. Find her mother's full story as well as many other stories on our show titled Missing from Crawl Space Media. Follow us at MissingCSM.